Hello, and welcome to See What We See with Lauren and Martin. My name is Lauren Cashin. I'm the Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association, and I'm here with my co-host, Martin LeBeau, Deputy Executive Director of the Ontario Opticians Association. So this month, we're talking about summer eye safety. And one of the topics we came across we want to talk with you about today is about the different retinal damages that can be caused by the different types of UV and lights. Because we see more and more cases coming through our practice every day, we thought it was a great idea to bring in Dr. Diane Bovenkamp. Dr. Diane is Vice President of Scientific Affairs at Bright Focus. Hi, Diane. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Could you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Oh, well, yeah. So, uh, so I, I have a science background, a PhD in biochemistry, and I, uh, I've done actually wet lab work in uh, cancer research and cardiovascular disease research, but I've now made my way to uh, Bright Focus. So I'm the head of the global operations for scientific affairs where um, kind of oversee our grants funding and anything scientific. We've learned a little bit about Bright Focus by reading through their websites and everything else, but maybe you can tell us all about Bright Focus. Bright Focus is a uh, nonprofit uh, that's based in the U.S., uh, but we actually fund, have funded in 25 countries around the world, including Canada. Um, to defeat uh, macular degeneration, glaucoma, and Alzheimer's disease. They're all, then uh, the connection, if you're wondering, they're all uh, the primary risk um, for all of them is aging, and they're all neurodegenerative diseases since uh, the retina, uh, the back of the eye, is actually an extension of the brain. And uh, so, so far we've funded more than $220 million uh, U.S. dollars and uh, but we also do provide free educational materials for the public and uh, i did want to point out uh, for the listeners that it does include free materials for health professionals um, including opticians you know that you could use in your stores or communicating with your clients maybe you can tell us about the different types of radiation and why we should be concerned about it when it comes to uh, age-related macular degeneration cataracts and probably some other uh, problems we could have with our eyes. The sun is a star and it emits a wide spectrum of radiation that gives life on earth and uh, and allows us to see but you know depending on what they call the wavelength of the radiation that's being admitted then and certain amounts of them are blocked by the ozone but some of them do get through to earth and, and can get through to your eye. It can be beneficial or, or, or harmful. Um, you've heard things like infrared. Well, that helps you to feel the warmth of the sun. And if I wanted to, if you give me a moment to geek out here and talk about the different nanometers. Um, so infrared is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, so infrared is, you know, more than, you know, the light is on a spectrum. So infrared is more than 700 nanometers. Uh, that gives us the warmth. Uh, visible light is in the middle between 400 and about 650 nanometers. And then UV uh, radiation is the one really that we're you know c most concerned about and talking about today which can affect your health and that's you know in the less than 400 nanometer and there's three different types of UV light um, and you've probably you know seen them when uh, you know you go to the you know opticians uh, uh, store and you see these things what's UVA UVB and and then there's also UVC so the, uh, these are all um, 
three different types of UV that, that, that have various um, abilities to get through to the earth. So the UVA is the long range at like 320 to 400 nanometers. And that can pretty much penetrate deep into the skin, you know, be involved with some of the skin cancers. And 95% um, of that, um, you know, is kind of blocked, you know, by the ozone. UV, you, uh, and 95% gets through the ozone. So the UVB is the 280 to 320, and that does penetrate just the outer protective of the skin, and 5% and gets through the ozone. But this UVC that we can always talk about later, it's the most dangerous. Um, it's like 100 to 280 nanometer, and it's, it is filtered out by the ozone, but, you know, with the, you know, sometimes there are holes in the ozone, so, you know, you might need to be a little bit concerned about it, but it's, Commercially, it's used to kill bacteria, so that's uh, that's pretty interesting. So that that was my big geek out with math numbers and everything. But um, you know, just you can <laughs> go and read more more materials about it about the electromagnetic spectrum. Well, I was just thinking that that's a great description, and it you know, it's, this month we're talking about protecting ourselves from the sun. But you mentioned UVC, and uh, it's very current right now because with COVID and all these new disinfection systems that we're starting to see, people are starting to use UVC for disinfecting. And as opticians, we're disinfecting every frame that you try on uh, after you touch it. And I've, I've seen in, in the media that people are using all these disinfection systems on people, and hopefully people are gonna realize that it is a very dangerous wavelength to be playing with, and that we should be thinking about protecting our eyes indoors when it comes to this UVC. And uh, you know, you don't want people to get cavalier with these disinfection systems as they want to get away from spraying disinfectants and go to light, which is very efficient. But uh, I imagine that would be pretty damaging to our eyes if uh, we were constantly being exposed to it within our practices. Well, and you bring up an interesting topic. I mean, you rarely think about protecting yourself from the sun or for, from UV indoors. Um, I know, you know, because I because I grew up in Canada, and there are these broad spectrum basic light lights that you can have for seasonal affective disorder, right? So those ones, you know, you know, sometimes you have those. Those would those aren't the ones that are damaging to the eye, but um, but yeah, with this UVC, I mean, as I said, the um companies use it to you know they use it to commercially um kill bacteria for you know and package foods and things like that. So um. I think that it's not dangerous. Uh, the UVC isn't dangerous if you're touching something that has been treated by it already, right? It's just like in, in, in the rays. So it's just like how uh, there's a laser, laser pointers, right? You would never want to point a laser pointer in your eye because that can, that can be very, very damaging. <laughs> You've seen Star Wars, right? Lasers are, <laughs> lasers are not really good. Um, but, but also you wouldn't want to take this uh, UVC or whatever the device is, and uh, and point it at your eyes. So just just be protective of your your eyes. Thank you. So speaking of protecting your eyes, in my research I came across, and as opticians we studied this about photooxidative damage. So maybe you could tell us a little about uh, the progression of retinal damage due to light, because um, I've heard that it is cumulative uh, this problem, and maybe you can tell us how it would progress or what goes on. Yeah, so so your exposure to light is cumulative. So if 
if you're a parent, right? You want to make sure that not only do you slather the sunscreen on the skin of yourself and, and your kids, but that they wear glasses and a wide brimmed hat, right? To try and block out any of that light that might be coming in in the side. For uh, people who aren't, um, so people who have like macular degeneration are even more susceptible to light. But even if you, you know, don't have that risk, yes, it's cumulative and, um, to see there are a number of different cells in your retina. There's a number of different layers. It's like a layer cake. And so um, there are cells called RPE that are kind of like they bring nutrition and they recycle all the junk uh, that's emitted by the photoreceptor cells that uh, detect the light and take that light particle that comes in, converts it to chemical uh, signal that then gets converted to an electrical signal that goes down the optic nerve and the optic nerve is connected to the visual part of your brain that you can then you've learned over time to interpret what you're seeing. And so this, uh, there's, uh, uh, this oxidation, right. Uh, happens in the conversion of this, uh, uh, you know, the chemical, you know, so, so with any chemical process, you're having waste, right? And so, and you need to kind of reset the light detectors, uh, proteins that are in the photoreceptors uh, every time it's used. And so if there is a buildup of junk, kind of like if the uh, waste collection uh, people go on strike, right? You're going to have a lot of garbage cans that are all building up, right? And it's not being taken away. And so, um, so what can happen, uh, like with macular degeneration, you can have this buildup of all this junk. And a lot of times that can be seen in the back of the eye. So, you know, as uh, opticians, you could see what they call drusen, right? So if you see drusen, these little yellow, whitish uh, spots on the eye, I think, you know, as we age, some people, you know, may just get it and you know, a, a little bit of um, buildup and, and it doesn't mean, um, you know, uh, that it's that it's disease. But if there is a certain buildup in the center, center of the eye called the fovea, where most of the color um, detection uh, happens, then uh, then uh, this could could lead to damage. Mm -hmm. So so I guess your message there is. Start early protecting your eyes. This is cumulative. They've got to last a lifetime and uh, that we should start protecting from a very young age so that we have our sight when we get older. Absolutely. Right? Everything that you can for, I think prevention is really, really important. Thank you for listening to part one of our conversation. There's a lot more content coming your way. So stay tuned for part two. Well, that brings to an end today's podcast. Lots of information to digest. We'd like to once again thank Dr. Diane Bovenkamp and Bright Focus for joining us today. Today's podcast was brought to you by Transitions Optical. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lorna Martin. Be sure to follow us across our social media pages so you never miss an update or an episode. You can find us on Twitter at OOA underscore Frontline. On Facebook and LinkedIn, we are Ontario Opticians Association. Follow us on Instagram at Ontario Opticians Association. That's all one word. We look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Warren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.